0: I'm Jess. And I'm Bethan. And today we are going to be interviewing our teacher Mr. Johnston about what he thinks about fairy tales and how they influence kids. So
1: Mr. Johnston, so you're our teacher and yes. you think it influences kids. What's the probably the biggest book that has influenced us?
2: That's a good question. I think the idea of fairy tales is a really interesting one because I don't know how much fairy tale stuff that you guys actually consume, right? Like, it's not something that I'd say most people are reading. But the stories that we do read are all influenced by that, right? The idea of really good narratives, really good stories. I think the big one, or what we see at the moment in terms of the stories kids are reading, it's probably dystopian future, right? Like it's similar to like The Hunger Games or any of those books that came out afterwards. Have we read those books?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What
2: else are you guys reading, I guess?
1: Well, most of it is actually kind of... Futuristic, magical, kind of like a fairy tale, but a bit longer, you know, Harry Potter. Yeah. A lot of people are influenced by that type of stuff and they will not be part of that world, you know. Mm. But.
2: I certainly like the idea of reading as like an escape, right? Like, I think people can kind of look down on that because it means maybe you don't want to be in the real world. But the best sort of fantasy, the best stories reflect what we see in the real world, right? The things that we like or the things that we need to learn more about.
0: Yeah and also when you're reading you're kind of just in a place where you can zone out and really you know focus on something and especially if it's a book that is really exciting like and it's obviously your type of book then you'll get completely zoned out and you're just feeling in the moment and you just feel like very happy. Yeah Yeah, like as you said Bethan a book like sometimes the book that you find really enjoyable is one that you can kind of relate to. Mm. or like something that you find really interesting or
1: like really fits in with what you believe in stuff. Mm. So Mr. Johnston, mm. so if you're trying to recommend from like maybe a five-year-old to a seven-year-old, cool. what kind of fairy tales would you recommend them to read for like the best reading or for them to kind of really get the most out of a book?
2: Sure. Five to seven. Yeah, so it's quite a lot younger than the age I usually teach. Um, I would start with uh, some of the old school ones. Probably Disney do a lot of them really well, right? Like they have taken some of the darker and grimmer fairy stories that are out there and made them, you know, kind of fit for a modern audience. I still really enjoy things like Harry Potter, right? Like Harry Potter was kind of the big cultural reading thing. For me growing up, and I think I have a different experience of that book than you guys do, right? Have you read all all of the books?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So
2: as I was growing up, I had to read them every year or two, right? In between them being released. Up until the third book, my mum read them to me. And then on book four, I was old enough to start reading them by myself. And the last book came out when I was 15. And so I felt almost as old as Harry at that point. And the books change, right? They get longer, they grow darker and so that kind of fit really well with me is that something that you guys pick up on it when you read it though like Mm. harry and book one yeah does is he more relatable to than harry in book seven you?
1: i think that because when we were you know when we were born the harry potter movies well when i was born Mm. like the last harry potter movie was released when i was about three so i didn't know what harry potter was (laughs) so i i think that when I, because I watched the movies before the book, which was a dumb decision because it's better to read the books before the movies, but I wanted to watch the movies. Mm. And I think I, after watching the movies, I'd already gotten all the dark stuff because when you watch the movies, it's yeah. a lot more dark and you know, you can see from like different perspectives. But I think that I really, you know, I'd already grasped that Harry is from point A to point B, he mm. has changed a lot.
2: That, that is interesting. Again, like, I don't think it's possible to grow up nowadays and not know the story of Harry Potter before you, maybe you read it. So you picked that from, from film. Had anyone, like, heard, like, through pop culture things about it?
0: Yeah, I, I just heard from both people. Since it was such a popular topic, everybody was like, oh, yeah, oh, that's like Harry. Oh, Harry does, does yeah. that in, like, book seven. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So,
2: I, I remember going to school after Half-Blood Prince came out and somebody dropped the bombshell of the death at the end of the book. And I hadn't got to that point yet, so I didn't quite believe them when they said it. Um, but I kind of can't imagine trying to, to experience that for the first time and not know that those, um, like, things happen. Because yeah. people make jokes about it, or people see it in, in media which comments on Harry Potter.
1: So, Mr. Johnson, from when you started reading fairy mm. tales, What has changed in the kind of the book culture, like the fairy tale culture? What do you think is kind of the biggest change?
2: Um, I think a lot of it is the same, really. You know, the same stories appeal to us, right? Like, we enjoy stories that, that speak to what our lives are like or what they could be like. We often see that the main characters in fairy tales are orphans right because the best heroes are orphans they don't have parents to hold them back they can get caught up into a magical world they go from being ordinary into a supernatural sort of space for harry that's him going between the muggle world and the wizarding world and then he comes back into that regular world at the end often having changed having become better than than he was when he left
0: so since like there've been a lot more fairy tales like not really the princess prince type like do you think kids have started reading those ones and have like changed to become more influenced by them than what they've been read when they were younger?
2: I think we're starting to see a change in how that story is told. You know, you mentioned Prince and Princess there and that used to be a very strong the prince must find the princess and rescue her, but if we look at modern stories, it's not necessarily that same format anymore. Mm. Can you think of any examples where that's changed, right? Like
0: so like do you mean where fairy tales have become more of like a modern or
2: just just stories where it's not about the the woman being damseled and then the man coming to rescue her you know like frozen right and frozen the true love that she's looking for isn't the guy it's her sister right like that's a different form of love it's a different story Mm -hmm. but it's also just as real right
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like Basically, me and Jess, the other day, we were looking in the library to try to see if there were any fairy tales. Mm. And we found one which was called Princess Smarty Pants. And she basically, she abides all the rules and she doesn't really want to, she basically just wants to go around wearing black track pants and just a hoodie. And she doesn't want to wear all her dresses and stuff. And I like feel like if kids start reading that, you know, then they will like, kind of think about other things. And then, then you've started coming with like all the scene
1: like Harry Potter, and you know. Mm. And so. I think that's a great point, Mila. That actually, when we looked in the library, there was really no kind of fairy mod- like classic fairy tales. Traditional fairy tales. Traditional right. fairy tales. I think you can only find those really in bookstores, and most mm. libraries are quite a lot of modified or very not even close to the modern fairy tale. Okay
2: that is interesting yeah again I think it's a change you you see it change and it will swing back the other way at some point it's like a a pendulum that keeps swinging but I think the most important thing is to be critical thinking about why is this story the way this story is what is its message what's it trying to get us to think right and how does it connect does it align with stuff that I think is important or is it different than that
0: uh, yeah. So, thanks, Mr. Johnson, for joining us Thank on for, for our podcast. I hope you guys picked up on all these messages. And this was behind, behind the pages. pages. <laughs>